Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Michelle I. Rivas, fellow entrepreneur walking beside you on the journey to healing and strengthening your relationship with money. Today's podcast episode comes from a realization that I had a couple of months ago. I was listening to something on mastery. Mastery as in the definition that refers to someone becoming highly skilled and knowledgeable in a craft or in a subject. Mastery requires a well-rounded approach. So for me, mastery implies a level of commitment, inner strength, and most of all, passion, a burning desire, and an unexplainable draw or instinct to experience something over and over again, and never becoming fully content, bored, or saturated. When I think of mastery, I think of people like violinist Yo-Yo Ma, basketball player Michael Jordan, and aviator Amelia Earhart. They represent having an unquenchable thirst and an insatiable hunger for what their hearts and soul desire. Something these people have in common is action, physical doing. Yes, they had mental focus and big dreams, but they also clocked in many hours, the kind of hours that create a level of professionalism, dedication, and knowledge, and intimate knowledge because of the time spent with it. Hours and hours a day, every day. They practiced continually. They met their limitations and then found ways to overcome or surpass them and learn from them. They found ways to level up. When they get plateaued, they found different ways to level up again. And then when they plateaued, they found different ways to overcome and level up again and again repeating this cycle. So I toyed around with calling this episode the importance of having a daily spiritual money practice versus having a daily spiritual money routine. I gravitated to practice rather than routine because my intention or hope is that we approach this process with the knowing that it's not perfect. And we can grow into and adapt to whatever evolves, emerges, 
and blossoms in finding what works for us. This way, we can develop a practice that is tailor-made just for us and our inclinations, desires, needs, lifestyle, and vision rather than a routine that could imply unconscious action and doing without thinking and becoming a mindless habit, causing us to possibly losing insight, observation, acknowledgement, or personal awareness. So with practicing daily, we also permit ourselves not to be perfect, to be a novice, and to release any expectations or pressures that could cause stress, guilt, or disappointment. So you might be asking, why have a daily spiritual practice? Why does it matter? Okay, while money is a very third-dimensional thing, it's the physical representation of an energy or vibration. And so there is a huge material aspect to it. Even though we often hear and say that money is energy, we must also say that money is matter, physical matter. It is something of the 3D material world. And sometimes spiritual entrepreneurs don't like to look at their money or they're very comfortable with saying that money is energy and they are all about that. But then we forget to look at our bank account balances, our income and our expenses, our balance sheets, all those somewhat boring things to look at. So this episode and a few others will be a series that acknowledges the physical and the metaphysical side of money. But for now, let's take a quick look at the benefits of having a daily practice. Having a daily spiritual money practice teaches you discipline. I know discipline can be somewhat of a boring and tedious word, but discipline is an important skill for spiritual entrepreneurs. We love freedom and value freedom greatly. However, we must also remember that being disciplined can help us anchor our ideas. It gives our inspirations a time and space to be birthed into full manifestations. Discipline doesn't have to mean a lack of something or a struggle. Discipline can be the springboard to make things happen. Consistency is another benefit. However, in our community, I hear a lot of mixed messages about consistency. Some say yay and some say nay. I say consistency can look really different to a lot of people. Consistency doesn't need to be rigid as in shoulds, have tos, and musts daily. But when we do something with consistency, we have data as to whether our actions are working or not. And we can see what we need to strengthen or focus and what we need to let go of. Being consistent also helps us improve our skills and build muscle. In our case, entrepreneurial muscle. Repetition enables us to grow and become more skilled. Consistency also provides a through line or a baseline for information, threads, trends, and growth data. 
All right, connection and our relationship with our money and our business is important also. We can have passion for what we do, but we also need to form a connection to the practical and everyday aspects of our business. We often avoid activities such as looking at our finances and bookkeeping and accounting and the cold hard facts of our numbers because it can be disappointing, scary, and confusing. We then create untrue stories about our finances and our relationship with money weakens and then becomes distorted. Having a daily money practice makes money in our numbers a little more common and ordinary or familiar. Familiarity creates an ease and honesty that we can utilize to our advantage. When we are clear and honest, we can pivot and make changes without too much emotion or fear. Reflection is another benefit. Reflection, especially neutral reflection, helps us make better decisions. As they say, hindsight is twenty-twenty. When we learn from our mistakes, quote-unquote mistakes, by reflecting on our outcomes and our emotions or energetic states when creating in our business, we are empowered to make decisions and practice neutrality from a higher perspective. We no longer are in the weeds. We have a bird's eye view that can be very helpful and healing. In hypnotherapy and I think in other forms of therapy, and psychology, there's something called desensitization. It's not my favorite process, but desensitization is a method where you revisit an undesired or unwanted, emotionally triggering situation enough so that it becomes more neutral and less heavy. I think having a daily spiritual practice helps with desensitizing our challenging beliefs and feelings around or about money. We can reflect, see the progress or lack of progress, and be okay with what we see, knowing that things will be fine and it's not the end of the world and it doesn't mean we failed or are failures. With reflection, we can also find the bugs and viruses in our businesses early enough to address, remedy, and then move on with greater ease and effectiveness. Having a daily money practice that is metaphysical in nature also enables us to bear witness to our growth and healing as it happens day by day. We are gifted with the opportunity to see how far we've come, how much we have grown, the progress we have made, and what we have transformed almost magically into. Spiritual entrepreneurs are all about healing and transformation. We have the great honor of supporting and bearing witness to others' healing journeys. And when we are able to see for ourselves where we were to where we've arrived so far, we can practice grace and self-compassion. Fully accepting all the results and outcomes, taking responsibility and credit for everything that happens. All right, so by now you must be saying to yourself, okay, Michelle, I get the idea on with it already. What are the eight different suggestions 
to pick and choose from to create my own daily practice that can help with creating, manifesting, and attracting more money, strengthening my relationship with money and my business. So I can finally start feeling better about my money situation. Okay, here it goes, but these are just eight. And if you have your own that you really like, feel free to email me and I'd love to hear about it. Okay, number one, gratitude journal and a daily gratitude practice. Some of us have a daily gratitude practice, a general one. So why not add a sentence or two about money? Since we're already in the habit of doing this thing daily, we can maximize the opportunity and also consciously connect with the gratitude and appreciation we have for our money. I know I've said it so many times, but it's because it's so true. Having gratitude and appreciating something only makes it more attractive and we become even more attractive to it. In manifesting practices, gratitude is the same vibration as love. Therefore, when you have gratitude for something, you magnetize it with ease. So if you're already doing some kind of gratitude practice, it would be great to add on a part about your money and your business specifically. You're familiar with the saying that what you appreciate appreciates or what you are thankful for and have gratitude for appreciate or grows and gets bigger. Number two, connect with the divine daily. Meditation, hypnosis, oracle reading, or just simply sitting in silence for inspiration, direction, and support. Our spirit team, our guides, our angels, and our helpful ancestors, when called upon, can be amazing support and partners on our money journey. They can help us get out of a rut, inspire us, guide us onto an optimal path, and be wonderful sources of energetic support. And the more often or the more regularly we connect with them, the better and more skilled we become at receiving this intuitive, energetic information. Some of us do a daily oracle card for inspiration for the day, but we can also add on a question about money and business or pull a second card specifically for money and business. In meditation or silence, we could ask what we need to know about a certain situation or opportunity. We could ask about how to best act or manage our feelings around an experience. And we could also just check in and ask if there's anything that we need to physically take action on, which is inspired action. This is a wonderful way to be open to the divine and open those lines of communications with spirit. Okay, number three is connect with the energy of our desires and dreams realized. Oh yes, this is a very LOA savvy and smart thing to do. A wonderful law of attraction manifestation practice. This suggestion is if your goals, dreams, and desires still light you up, and have not become stale, it's important to be honest with yourself. There's no sense in connecting regularly with something that no longer ignites something within. 
This might be an indication that our goals need a little tweaking or pivoting to something charged with a different kind of energy. This might also be an indication that it's so ordinary already. There's simply a knowing that it's going to happen, so there's no need to touch base with it and continually connecting with it because you already know that it has been created. It's also important, I'd like to mention here, to remember that when we connect with the desire or the goal or dream, we are not bringing the energy of doubt or disappointment that it's not here already, especially if you are doing this daily. You are actually doing more harm than good. So this one comes with a warning label and a little caveat. With, with this suggestion, I also think it's great to visualize in your mind and feel the sensations, but sometimes it's also nice to have pictures or 3D tangible objects to connect with the desires made manifest in some kind of tangible object or texture or temperature or color, something that we can use our physical senses to engage with. I think that's a wonderful way to really feel into and become inspired over and over again and indulge in those sensations so that those things become very natural and enticing. Number four, having a daily money spiritual practice incorporating prayer, mantra, or devotion settles the emotions, refocuses your mind and resets your energy. Sometimes events throughout the day that trigger challenging emotions or old belief systems can set us off in the wrong direction and knock us off our game. Being able to connect vibrationally through words, phrases, or passages around your money and business can get you back on track vibrationally. We can also use these tools in case of emergency like when a check bounces, your credit card is declined for insufficient funds, or you get an unexpected large bill. Sometimes simply saying oh silently or in your head until you get a little relief can do wonders. Maybe take the edge off so that you can recenter yourself. So this practice might not only improve your financial health, but also your physical health. On to number five, having a daily money journal is also a good idea. A little different from number one. Here I'm suggesting that sometimes it's helpful to be able to have a dear diary or a dear money journal where you can express your thoughts and feelings on a page. Getting things out on paper can be very healing and therapeutic. You can express your anger, frustration, disappointments, and fears and just let it go on the page so you're not harboring it or thinking about it over and over again in your mind. Creating a direct line of communication strengthens your relationship with money. You can rant or praise how money is or isn't showing up for you. Just like any relationship, when communication and expression is possible and we feel safe communicating, this helps us change our state or our relationship to 
into a more positive one if done regularly. It may feel strange at first, but I'd say give it a try. It may or may not be your cup of tea, but you can experiment and do a little self-discovering. Number six, feeling or emotion trackers. These are really fun. Well, at least for me, because I like to see the data, the numbers of what's going on. Trackers give us a bird's eye view of our tendencies and trends. Coupled with journaling, number five above is really helpful. It's kind of an at-a-glance snapshot of how you're feeling in general about your money or your business. I had a tracker that I used excited, happy, sad, or angry faces. One that I used colors, red for zero or nothing, yellow for pretty good, and green for flow and ease. And one that was really simple, just had two possibilities, done or not done, check or blank, whether I met my goal for the day or not. The third one was the least fun and visual pleasing. It was actually a little boring, but effective nonetheless. I was able to gather data and information as well as see trends. It was very simple and easy to use. Maybe that one might work better for you. Okay, number seven is read inspirational and uplifting quotes and passages or articles on money daily. It doesn't matter how much time you do this practice every day. You could simply read one sentence if it delivers your desired result. The main thing here is that it provides you with something moving, inspirational, or educational, something that feeds our soul as well as our brain. When we feed our brain regularly with healthy and helpful ideals, our thoughts reflect that positivity and positive emotions. When we feel better about our money, the more likely we are able to act upon inspired ideas and take inspired action daily. This, if done regularly, will become a habit, a really nice habit, just like anything else. Habits become second nature because we have done it so much that we do it without even thinking. We can either have unhelpful money habits or really good ones that create a clear and open field for our desires to come through and materialize. Number eight, grace. This one is my favorite daily practice. It involves a little forgiveness, a little love, and a little hope. Practicing grace says, that's okay, you tried your best. Or sometimes crappy things happen. It's time to try again. Or now you know better and more, and you have a better understanding of things next time you will know how to pivot and improve. Or, well, that was a big learning experience. Now you know what to avoid and how to adapt. So grace when turned inward upon ourselves is the best healing medicine and act of self-love. And I think we especially need that when it comes to our money and our business. All right, my friend, I hope this episode was helpful and you are at least willing to consider a daily spiritual money practice. I think it can only help you if you decide that you want to try it out. That's great. If not, that's great too. 
but can I add that it wouldn't hurt to give it a try and see what happens? Maybe you find that some suggestions work better than others or maybe you find that you need to change things up month to month or employ one technique or two specifically for a certain month. Like December when there's Christmas and a lot of spending going on for many of us. So you can pick and choose, create a practice that is especially designed to work for you. All in all, whatever you create and choose is perfect. I wish you much success, joy, ease, and fun on your healing journey with your money and business because like the outro of this podcast always ends with keep shining your light because people really do need your special kind of magic. Have a beautiful day, my friends, and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.